It's Full Metal Jackie on the show with us this week. I am so excited to say we've got the man, the myth, the legend, Hate Breeds, Jamie Josta. How are you doing, Jamie? Doing very good, Jackie. Thanks for having me on. Always good to chat with you. And obviously, as always, Jamie, I love having you part of my show every single week. Thank you for doing the weekly pick from the pit. They're always awesome. Um, I love having it, and I'm just so appreciative and, and love having you part of the show for this many years. It's been so many years now. My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. I I love when the bands hit me up and they're so excited to hear their music on the radio. There is no better feeling than that, it, especially when it's the younger bands. But even us established bands, when we're driving in our car or we put it on the app, on our phone or on the computer, it's amazing to hear yourself, whether it's uh, a new song or an old song. I, I, I still get excited. And I, I was uh, talking about the announcement from Milwaukee Metal Fest and it was so cool to see previous weekly pick from the pit alumni in there and some new ones like um american overdose and eyes of the living and uh, bleed from within who, who absolutely crushed it on the lamb of god cruise with us and we're getting such a great reaction so i i do i do want to do some you know some work when it comes to building the next headliners and the next you know lamb of gods and machine heads and testaments and judas priests and and those bands and and i think that's what your show does you know it helps build the headliners of tomorrow and i'm just so appreciative jamie josta with us on the show this week it's full metal jackie right now new music from job for a cowboy and their moon healer record which we've been waiting a long long time for it is coming out on february 23rd this is the agony seeping storm it's Full Metal Jackie. Jamie Josta of Hatebreed is my guest on the show this week. And Jamie, of course, one of the biggest things in your world at present is being a driving force behind the Milwaukee Metal Festival's return. Having been someone who's played his fair share of music festivals, what are the biggest challenges you face putting on an event like this, especially in the current touring climate? I think the biggest challenge is the visas and just the work permits for the overseas artists. That was one of the criticisms that I felt was constructive and reasonable that we that we received last year. It was something that we addressed first and foremost this year, getting ahead of the, the game with you know bands like Marduk and Destruction, and you know some members from from In Flames are still uh, based in Europe, but also a bunch of the other bands on the bill are as well. That was a challenge, and then of course. You know, Chicago fans um, are very passionate and we love our Chicago fans. And sometimes they don't want to drive to Milwaukee. Sometimes they do. Chicago is very much like L.A. and New York in a sense where, you know, tours make it. They make a point to stop there on a Friday or a Saturday night. And we've unfortunately lost a lot of bands to those Chicago promoters and their radius clauses. But at the same time, we gained a bunch of bands. So I'm hoping it kind of balances itself out. But we're getting a great response from uh, some of the power metal bands like Blind Guardian and, and uh, Eternal Champion. But then also those like classic Milwaukee Metal Fest type bands like Possessed and Deicide and Incantation. People are really excited to see them too. So we're going to have a nice mix of pretty much every subgenre and we also we're also going to have those things that I want to see at a festival like clean bathrooms at any point like <laughs> I know we're on the radio but you know when you oh. when you got to go and 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 you ladies know you deal with I think the ladies deal with the even more filthy bathrooms than the guys cuz I try to use the ladies bathroom when I go in early to a club <laughs> cuz <'Cause laughs> you usually think it's going to be cleaner but then you see it and you're like oh my god well we had 
that was one compliment I loved from last year's festival. It was like, I went in the festival at eight o'clock at night and the bathrooms were still spotless. I've never seen that before. Cause they're just, the whole staff at the rave is amazing. And, Everything ran on time. I think the only band that went over on time was COC. Shout out to COC. No, no disrespect. I love you, Pepper. But you know, and what are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? Am I gonna go up there and be like, "Hey, Pepper, wrap it up"? Full <laughs> <laughs> Metal Jackie, Jamie Josta, with us. By the way, go to MilwaukeeMetalFestival.com for a full lineup and ticket info. Up next, we'll play one of the many Milwaukee Metal Fest bands. A huge bill. We've gotten flames coming up, music from Motorhead, and more with my guest, Mr. Jamie Josta. It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got Jamie Josta of Hatebreed on the show with us. And Jamie, for years, you played rock and metal festivals, but I wanted to ask about what makes the festival experience so special for you and if you have a favorite festival moment you've experienced more as a music fan than as a performer. My, my favorite festival moment is when I hear that riff or that song that I didn't hear from that band's catalog. That I go, wow, I already like this band. Or even if I didn't like the band prior, but I'm giving them a shot. I love when it clicks. I mean, anybody who's a concert goer, anybody who goes to shows, they know that feeling when it clicks and the room is vibing off of a song or a riff and then you know you're gonna go and you're gonna listen to it on the way home. And we had so many of those moments during last year's festival and that was like something I had said leading up to the fest. This is what you get when you go to Europe. When you, you don't, you might not think you're into black metal with the guys wearing corpse paint or you might not think you're into soaring, you know, Viking metal or, or pagan metal or grindcore and then you see a band absolutely crushing it and the audience going uh, wild and that's not something an algorithm can tell you that's not something um an advertisement that's based off your viewing habits can tell you that's something that's legit and it's totally organic and authentic and there's no better feeling and i gotta say some of the bands that really really destroyed like frozen soul and undeath and macabre and uh, a great local band that went on to do international touring uh world-renowned death metal band jungle rot where i actually put out one of their first albums on my old death metal label they completely destroyed the place and it was so it was a source of pride but then also seeing that new generation coming up um with all those great bands sanguasugabog and, and that generation of bands too it's just it's great Jamie Josta of Hatebreed with us coming up next Josta's weekly pick from the pit music from Black Sabbath Testament, another one of the Milwaukee Metal Fest bands, and more. Stick around. It's Full Metal Jackie, Jamie Josta with us on the show this week. Uh, and Jamie, of course, who seems to have his hands in a lot going on with metal these days. Jamie, how great is it to see the Belmore Brothers be part of Keith Buckley's Path Forward uh, after every time I die? And, and while you might think it could be a great pairing in theory, now that there's some music, what are your thoughts on how Many Eyes is coming together as a band? It's amazing to see. I'm so happy for them. I really, really had a hard time keeping it a secret for so long, and it was eating away at me. And people were asking, like, are you going to do another D. Snyder record? Are you going to do another Corpse Grinder record? And we we were doing another Corpse Grinder record. We we actually finished it, and it is going to happen. And they and they they totally killed it. But in that other downtime, people were wondering what they were up to, and we had to keep everything under wraps. 
and I was just listening to the material every day going, wow, this is so incredible to hear. Um, not only one of my favorite vocalists of all time get this new beginning, but then two deserving guys who are so hardworking, who are so creative and so talented. Um, you know, not that they didn't get the other amazing opportunities of you know, playing on Ripper's uh, stuff, doing the, the Josta albums with me and doing the Kingdom of Sorrow records with me and, and D. Snyder and Corpse Grinder. But this is really a great fit for them because they grew up listening to Every Time I Die and really loved those bands from that type of scene, you know, with Converge and Botch and Candiria and stuff that leans a little more progressive, but still hardcore, still punk rock, still has that metal elements and they just knocked it out of the park. The record, I can't wait for everybody to hear the full length. It's so eclectic, incorporating all different, you know, sort of heavy subgenres with melody and with brutality. It's they, they, I know every band says that and every producer says that, but being able to executive produce this kind of from afar was also a nice break for me. And they really, they took the reins and they did the majority of the heavy lifting and absolutely crushed it. It's Full Battle Jackie coming up next, another Milwaukee Metal Fest band Testament. We've also got music from Gojira. More with Jamie Josta after this. Full Battle Jackie, Jamie Josta of Hatebreed and Josta's Weekly Pick from the Pit on the show with us this week. And you've got the, uh, in 2024, of course, putting on the Milwaukee Metal Fest. Jamie, with a year under your belt, I've noticed you speaking about adding more types of metal and other surprise elements that you couldn't pull off last time around. One of the great things of running a festival is, you know, having a hand in where you put the spotlight. And there's so many subgenres of metal, but what are you excited to put more of a spotlight on with this 2024 festival? I'm just excited to have more black metal and power metal as a whole, just because they weren't, the bands weren't available or they were already booked in Chicago or other festivals in that Midwest area. So it's, it, everyone wanted Blind Guardian last year. It wasn't gonna be possible. When it when this presented itself, it was just a no-brainer. Absolutely, you gotta, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're into the toughest, nastiest, ugliest death metal or hardcore. You gotta love and appreciate some power metal, whether it's Camelot, Symphony X, who I know they lean more progressive, but Blind Guardian, Eternal Champion. I mean, that's that's a great gateway group for people who might not think they're into power metal. They listen to Eternal Champion and they go, what have I been missing my whole life? And then you got bands like Visigoth, who obviously, you know, have been doing their thing on Metal Blade and a great band, Night Demon, who we had an incredible amount of requests for last year. Uh, we just couldn't make it happen. I think they were out on tour at that time and it was a scheduling conflict. So. But the beauty of metal is that it blends and there's bridges from one band to another. So you can have Metal Church, you can have Possessed, you can have Heathen, you can have Destruction, because there are people who like thrash who also like power metal and people who like thrash that like death metal and vice versa. So it's just, you know, trying to add a little something more for everybody and at the same time expose maybe a different audience to a band that they don't know that is going to be their new favorite band. It's Full Metal's Jackie, Jamie Josta of Hatebreed with us. Right now, new music from Silent Planet. This is Antimatter. It's Full Metal Jackie, Jamie Josta of Hatebreed on the show with us this week. And Jamie, you recently turned up on a new song from Spanish thrash metalers, Angelus Apatrida. 
What are you looking for when you're approached for collaborations and what attracted you to work on their song, Snob? I'm always looking for a way to connect. That's really what it's all about. And I think when you connect across the globe, it just has more of an impact. And I always saw their shirts every time, even going back, way back in the day, I always saw their shirts when we toured in Spain. And I know it's tough for bands, especially Spain, Italy, Portugal. It's it's not always easy to get into the US market or the major markets in Europe and the UK. But they're one of those bands, they just toughed it out in the underground for years and years. And they were on Roadrunner uh, in Spain and in Europe and just kept toughing it out. And now they're doing some of the biggest thrash tours, you know, with Sacred Reich and with Creator and with so many of the legendary bands. And it's really great to see. So they've exposed my voice and, and me to an entire Spanish audience that, you know, has no clue who I am. And that was something that I learned back in the day, you know, going with Sepultura, opening up for them, going with Danzig, going with Entombed and being the opening band where, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe you don't draw the biggest crowd in one of these off the beaten path cities, uh, in America, but then you go to Sweden, like we did with Sepultura, and there was 2,000 people there, or, or you go to New York City with Entombed, and the show is um, sold out. So, and, and us being a different style of band from those bands, it always made me want to collaborate with other heavy bands, but not not just heavy bands that are in hardcore or metalcore or death metal. Coming up next, music from Demon Hunter. Plus, we'll hear the Death Clock Brutal Pick of the Week and more with Hatebreed's Jamie Josta. Full Metal Jackie, Jamie Josta of Hatebreed on the show with us this week. And Jamie, the last few years saw you revisiting Perseverance and the rise of brutality for their 20-year anniversaries. But it's been a few years now since the last Hatebreed album. What does the future hold for Hatebreed? We're writing right now and it's exciting because I feel inspired again. I think going through what the country went through and having a record come out during the middle of that was a massive buzzkill. And it was it was hard to see something you work on just not get the push that it needed to get. And it's I'm not placing the blame on anybody. It just it just was what it was and I thought, I don't know if I could get back on that horse so soon. I, I really have to see what ideas come and, and see what sort of creative process process I can get into. And I think just getting off this last Rise of Brutality tour and getting home and getting situated and being in a new place and, uh, and just feeling like I had a new lease, I just was, which I actually do. I'm not leasing, I have a new mortgage, but. I was just like, wow, I gotta, I gotta get back on there. And I think if you just do a little bit at each day, it starts to come. Even if you don't feel 100% inspired and motivated, you just gotta pick up the guitar every day, pick up the pad every day. Sometimes it's not an actual pad. Sometimes I'll just hum a riff into my phone or I'll, I'll just write down uh, some words that I wanna make musical. And uh, that's the spark. You know, you take a line that you think is a cool line and you just start to make it musical. I know we don't do a ton of melody with Hatebreed, but since I write a lot of melodic stuff for other artists, I'll just take the cadence, not, not necessarily the melody. And next thing you know, I have a riff that fits with it and I have a, a little uh, drum program that I can use to demo the riff. and we're off to the races. So I'll get with Chris and Wayne at some point and they'll send me some riffs too. And we'll start collaborating and putting all the ideas together. So I'm hoping, who knows, maybe by the end of 2024, we'll have something new out. 
It's Full Metal Jackie, Jamie Josta of Hatebreed with us. Quick break up next, another Milwaukee Metal Fest band and more with Jamie. It's Full Metal Jackie, Jamie Josta with us. And Jamie, you're a longtime champion of metal. And while I saw you recently being critical of those wordy year-end lists, I'm going to ask you for your thoughts on the state of metal now and and for a few bands and albums you feel every metalhead needs to pay attention to. The state of metal and and all heavy music, subgenres of of hardcore and heavy metal and punk rock and classic metal is amazing right now. I think it's in a great place. I love hearing the classic bands doing better material than they've ever done. I, I think Overkill uh, has one of the best album openers of the year on Scorched. It's it's such a memorable guitar riff, and then the lyrics are so killer. And and Bobby Blitz, who's going to be coming out and jamming with me at the Milwaukee Metal Fest pre-party, he's just got that signature snarl and such a great voice that really is so distinct and and just one of a kind. That was one of my favorites of the year. But then you listen to like the new Saxon that just came out; it's incredible. And then all the new bands, whether it's Orbit Culture, who's who's making big waves right now, uh, Bleed from Within. Silosis is really doing the thing right now and with and I love the standard tuning and I love the intricate and creative riffs but also in in the underground with the with the death metal bands um like Undeath and Stabbing and um Tribal Gaze and bands like Frozen Soul and of course 200 Stab Wounds it, it's it's exciting for me because I grew up trying to mend meld all those scenes together and trying to you know and and Scott Ian kind of gave us our due in, in the Get Thrash documentary, you know, talking about how we used to play with the thrash bands, but also play with the death metal bands and also play with the hardcore bands. And so when we started doing that and headlining our own shows at Lamore and Roseland and, and all the various clubs around the tri-state area, it really felt like we had done something special to open people's minds and create something that was going to be unified and be long-term where everybody felt like they could go to the show and be welcome and have a good time. And so when I hear these new records and I hear that spirit when they're melding the sounds, it's amazing to me because I am the guy that, you know, will go to a show and be like, yeah, I want to see All Out War and I want to see Internal Bleeding, but then I want to see Revocation and I want to see Silosis and I want to see Havoc and Toxic Holocaust. So I just love that all the bands that are currently doing it that are new are coming up and getting a, a, a great young audience and then winning some of us old heads over as well. And then all the ones that kick down the doors for us, like the Saxons and the Overkills, are still putting out great material too. Jamie Josta with us. Milwaukee Metal Fest is back. It's happening in May. Go to MilwaukeeMetalFestival.com. Super excited about this killer lineup. I wish you the best of luck and uh, can't wait for the Milwaukee Metal Fest to happen. Thank you, Jamie, for everything. Thank you so much, Jackie. Always great talking to you. And listen, you're, you have lifetime guest list. We'll lay out the red carpet, <laughs> balcony, side stage, whatever you want. Please be our guest. You'll, you'll really be amazed at how well the rave and the sound talent and our team runs everything. Not just how clean the bathrooms are, but I was just going to say, you had me at like the clean ladies' bathrooms. <laughs> All of it, the good catering, everything runs on time. We even ended kind of early, which people liked because then we started a little bit later because then you can have some drinks at the bar and then maybe you stay out, you know, at the hotel bar and you meet some of the bands, which a lot of people were psyched to do. Of course, everybody wants to go 
see the Dahmer room or hear about the crazy stories from back in the day at the Ambassador Hotel. But there's just such a great history there. And, you know, and you're part of that history. Full Metal Jackie listeners know this. I know this. So be our guest if you would. And thank you so much for everything and all you do for heavy music. Thank you, Jamie. And thank you for hanging out with me for another edition of Full Metal Jackie Radio. I bring you the metal for two hours every week. Thanks again to this awesome rock station for continuing to allow me to do so. Find me at FullMetalJackieRadio.com, Twitter or X or whatever, and Instagram at Full Metal Jackie and Facebook is Full Metal Jackie 666. Going to leave you off with another Milwaukee Metal Fest band, Metal Church. See ya.